Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. So I've spent the last couple of days watching this uh, kangaroo court taking place here with Trump's second impeachment. And for those that haven't done that, let, let me just set the premise on this, if I can. I mean, first of all, the House of Representatives pushed through this second impeachment in a matter of 48 hours. And there were no witnesses shown, no testimonies, no chances for uh, Trump to have any kind of rebuttal. This was just brought up, passed, and because of the advantage in votes in the House of Representatives, it was made into history. And let's be truthful because this whole impeachment thing has nothing to do with removing Trump from office. No, because they knew, the Democrats, that by the time the Senate would take this up, Trump would already be out of office. Therefore, why do it? After all, the, the only penalties shown in the Constitution is the removal from office and not to be able to participate in public politics again. So, ah, we have the rub. It certainly wasn't going to be to get him out of office because he was going to be done at that point. So then we hit the nail on the head, which is they want Trump gone. They don't want him to ever run for public office again. And why do you think this? I mean, after all, he's such a horrible, terrible person that 80 million people voted him out of office. And now they, in addition, have the candidate of their choice, the most popular candidate ever in American history, Sleepy Joe Biden, and the radical left-leaning cohorts sitting behind him. And yet they're afraid. They're afraid of the 74 legitimate voters, and I bet you there's more than that, who actually did vote for Trump, that this movement will continue And don't kid yourself, this is a movement. It's a movement of preservation for the United States as we knew it. And knowing it means that as an individual, we had equal justice, we had a fair vote, the law was for the rich and the poor, and we thought of ourselves as a great nation, a nation which led the rest of the world in things like liberty and and our form of government and assistance when needed. But this is all being torn down now. And therefore, this is why Trump has to be impeached and convicted a second time. For some reason, the Democrats seemed hell-bent that if they're able to convict Trump, that he will go away. And so will the movement and 74 million votes. This would be akin to sinking the flagship. If you can get rid of the flagship out there, then everybody's heart and soul goes away. But will it? Like the rest of you, 
we're sitting out here watching the first couple of weeks of Joe Biden's presidency. And what have we seen so far, frankly, to help the American people? Have we seen any semblance of unity out there? Have we seen any job creation bills? What have we seen? We've seen at least 47 executive directives, an awful lot of them having to do with the immigration rules, but a lot of them reversed policies that Trump pushed forward. And I don't want to get off track here by saying uh, that a president doesn't have the right to do these executive orders because they've becoming more and more popular the last couple of presidents. I mean, I will say that Joe Biden has had more than three times the number of our last three presidents during the same period. If you added them together, he's had more than three times the number that those guys had collectively. And I'm also not going to say that when Donald Trump went into office, that he did the best he could to dissemble what Obama had set up under his agenda, because he did. What I am going to say, however, is that if you were to look back at all the executive orders that President Trump put in, none of which truly benefit the global community, none of which made our borders less safe, they were always for the American people to help us grow and prosper. And going back to Joe Biden's, there has not been one yet that he has signed that actually helps us grow or become more prosperous. But let's get back to the impeachment thing for a minute. Because clearly anytime you have a a court case, you have one side that sees things one way and the other side that sees it from the other. That's normal. But honestly, this act of impeachment that they have charged Trump with of inciting violence, especially as it led up to the, what they call insurrection at the Capitol in January, is just preposterous. We've known President Trump now at least four years. We know that he's a forceful person. We know that he's a pro-American person. And we also know that in his opinion, our liberties as an American keep getting chipped away by this liberal left cancel culture program that's being implemented. And during his rally speech in January, where he talks about how we have to fight like hell if unless we're going to lose our country, he does not mean literally go out and fight. Please, that does not incite any Trump, well, I'm not going to say any. Uh, There's always some wax out there. But it certainly isn't intended to incite any kind of violence. Rather, he means we have to actually start standing up for our rights for a change instead of just going about our business and and, and assuming that everything is going to go hunky-dory. The Democrats aren't doing that. The Democrats have been in our face. They have been relentless. Oh, for decades now, pushing agenda, pushing agenda. And what do Americans, what do the Republican Americans do? They go to work every day. They make a living. They don't see these changes that are taking place. They don't see 
what's happening in our colleges or what's being taught in our education systems here, which is a cancel culture approach. But now Trump comes to us, you know, not January. And that whole thing, by the way, was truly to help buoy on the conservative senators and House of Representatives who were there to vote to accept the results of the Electoral College. And truly the only thing that was asked since the day of that election with all those midnight to three in the morning irregularities was, hey, can't we just check out those six blue state cities where we had, let's call it, irregularities happen in the voting spikes. But no one would listen. No one would take it up. And I'm not so sure what happened to Attorney General Barr, because he's really seemed like such a nice guy early on. But I got to tell you, I don't know, perhaps the evil left made a way to get into threatening his, his family, or I'm not sure what the deal there is. Maybe it'll come out down the road. But what we do know is that Attorney General Barr, from the time of the election until the January 20, well, actually until he re- retired, was spending his time approving executive directives or directive orders that were going to go into place as soon as Biden took over. So he was doing that work instead of worrying about the fairness of the election. So I'm listening to all these Democrat managers, house managers, presenting their case that Trump had pre-planned this whole assault on our country. And they say that it goes back months. I, I mean, remember when the Michigan governor was, was going to be kidnapped? Uh, I mean, this is what they're saying is kind of when it started going back there. So when things didn't go Trump's way, he was secretly forming this militia to overthrow the government. I got to be honest with you, there is no way in God's creation Trump thought he was going to lose that election. And, and I don't think that he did. And there's 74 million of us that don't believe he did either. But be it as it may, why would he have been creating his own secret militia to overthrow a government when he didn't think it was going to happen that way anyway? Was that going to be his insurance policy? Funny, isn't it? that the Democrats are so hell-bent right now on trying to convict this man of what would be Trump's, quotation marks, insurance policy, quotation marks, in the event he lost, and yet there's no interest whatsoever when Hillary Clinton blatantly used the Democratic National Convention as well as our intelligence agencies to create that Russian hoax, which never took off because that was their insurance policy. Now, this impeachment thing is not just to get rid of Trump forever. This impeachment thing is to silence and shut down the conservative Republicans. And we see it not only in Twitter, we see it in Facebook. Oh, by the way, in Facebook, I just saw... They're going to change it so that uh, um, there's not as much political conjecture going on future on their site. Now, isn't that convenient? That's convenient now that the election is over, now that the Democrats are in control, 
And frankly, they want to stay in control of that house two years from now. So suddenly, change of heart, we're going to change the rules so that we don't try to favor any one side. In other words, guys, wake up. It's so the conservatives can't use Facebook to push through their agenda. That's exactly what this is about. Keep in mind, we called it a kangaroo court earlier. Did you see who they have as the judge of this whole thing? I mean, I mean, Chief Justice Roberts said he wouldn't do it. He, he said it, it, it was not in his domain to do that. And you didn't see any of the other Supreme Court justices volunteering. So they had to have somebody. So who do they take? Please, Senator Leahy. Is that, is that like one of Trump's best friends? Nah, I don't think so. 30 years, he has been an animus to Donald Trump. And he's supposed to fairly preside over these hearings? Oh, I tell you, this, this, this is so ridiculous that, and we can't let it go. We can't let it go because we've been letting it go for 20 years, calling things ridiculous. And look what, look at what is happening right now. That's right. I think we have a lot of work to do ahead of ourselves, but we can't use words like fight on because obviously we'll, we'll be banned or or whatever. We'll be called domestic terrorists trying to overthrow this white supremacist government undercurrent that Donald Trump has created. No, we need old fashioned work, getting out there, supporting our values, not making it easy to keep passing these ridiculous cancel things out there. And we'll do it. The country's been tried before. There's been times, both sides, both ways, sometimes too left, sometimes too right. But we do believe in the American system. And, and with everybody's help, we'll get through this. And I'm hopefully going to be there with you guys, trying to cheer everyone on and give words of, of encouragement. So I do want to thank everybody for coming this week, and I hope you tune in in subsequent weeks as we go on through this. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.